You're listening to the Reluctant Adult Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. There's a million toys. This week from the internet. Ah. After what seemed like 10,000 years, there's finally pre-orders. It's morphin' time for Mesco, but will their 112 collective Power Rangers stand helmet and shoulders above the competition? Plus, GameStop's clearance extravaganza rolls on with even more new items mysteriously appearing in stores. And the cartoon that defined a generation loses its voice as we say our goodbyes to Kevin Conroy. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. It's the Reluctant Adult Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Reluctance Adult Podcast. My name is Paul, and I am joined, as always, by the man who's verified on Twitter, Bill! Hi, everyone. So, if you have not been following the antics of Elon Musk and his, his new plaything, Twitter, um, they rolled out a new new program where you can pay $8 a month to be verified. And in the before time, being verified was Twitter's way of saying, this person is legit. This is actually the person they're saying they are. Um, except now, you can pay $8, and who the hell knows who is legit anymore? Oh. Because people, once they become verified for $8 a month, um, are changing their handle, the display name, and changing their icon, their 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 picture so that you think, if you don't investigate any further, <laughs> that this is the actual person. So we've seen people pretending to be um, Elon Musk's company Tesla. We've seen them pretending to be uh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is verified now. Um, the company that uh, raised the prices of, of insulin by a thousand percent. They were on there. Um, but I haven't seen anything from like the, the 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 world of nerd or like you know like no one no one pretended to be marvel announcing who was going to be the fantastic four like oh. these would have been some like fun fun ones to do that would yeah. like, like tank any stock market prices which is what happened with the insulin company um so i think that that was they put a stop to that because it was obviously ill-planned um so, but that would have been fun if we saw we saw some uh, some people pretending to be DC making announcements about the next Batman. You know, there were so many things that we could have done that would have been fun. Yeah. But uh, that that is all behind us now. For the moment, we'll see what Elon's next money making scheme with Twitter is going to be. But uh, you can you can follow us technically on on Twitter. We don't really post on Twitter a lot. We never really got the engagement on there. You can find us on Instagram, obviously on TikTok. Um, toy sailboat on Facebook. That's really where you'll you'll find us and our our stuff. So, but you get we are reluctant underscore pod on Twitter. <laughs> 
while Twitter's still a thing, who knows how much longer that will be the case. But uh, so, Bill, how was your week this week? It was good. It was quiet. Yeah. It's a quiet week. As one of the early bird backers for Eternia, Mattel Creations, He-Man playset, you are getting Grayskull, King Grayskull. Yes. And that is not the case with every backer, because right. the, the thing, the, the, the project did not reach 10,000, which is what it needed to reach for Mattel to... Um, their re-incentivizing of the project was to give everyone everything if yes. it reached 10,000 it did not reach 10,000 and we actually have to make a correction from last week because we for some reason were under the impression that the early bird backers even if it did not reach 10,000 they were going to get Keklar and I don't know where <laughs> we we got this from we just because caught, got caught up in a moment I, I guess because it was I went back we both went back and we watched yes. the live stream on YouTube uh, the recording of it, and it very quickly, all they say is we have a big announcement, and the announcement is if it reaches ten thousand, everyone gets King Grayskull, and that was it. There was no, there was no. Oh, and also the the early bird people will get this additional thing, because right. as the early bird people, if it reached ten thousand, there really was no benefit at all to being no. the early bird backer. But because it did not reach ten thousand. Y'all gonna get King Grayskull, which is going to be super limited. Probably one of the most limited Masters figures of all time. We hope, unless it shows up in Ollie's. Well, <laughs> it's always that danger. All the With additional Mattel, ones. you never know. Big Lots, you remember back in the day when Mattel dropped, like, so much product from Maddie Collector yes, at Big yes. Lots. They just liquidated Those all of Ghostbuster, it. Yeah, those Ghostbuster 12-inch two-packs were showing up. And those, those for a long time, did really didn't like have much value. But all of a right. sudden, if you try to find those now, 200, 300 a set. I should have held on Yay. to Yay! You still got yours? Of course. I don't get rid of anything. <laughs> someday, someday, when you got to pay... Uh, well, you got to pay for those those kids of yours to go to college. You're gonna have a big, a big going out of business sale. No one's gonna want them by then. It'll all be NFT based. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm not so sure. I don't know if you follow the crypto world, but big big trouble for one of the uh, big crypto houses. Whatever. Oh yes. And NFT and crypto are pretty pretty much hand in hand, right? Yeah. Are they Do they exist separately? I feel like those are one and one of the same. I don't know. No, I don't think they. I think they exist exist separately. It's just they kind of came they, up together. They were just common scams that came yes, through the yes. ranks together at the same time. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Well, big crypto shakeup this week. Yeah. The company was FTX. They yes. They bought the naming rights for the uh, the stadium in Miami, I believe. And uh -huh. now they're like the you know the owners of the stadium are like well we're gonna change it yeah <laughs> i don't know how that works like did they pay up front or is it a yearly thing because that company doesn't exist anymore they have gone bankrupt and they're in the process of allegedly uh moving some funds around oh. so that people <laughs> even though when they end up in jail they'll have a nice little allegedly have a nice little uh nest egg waiting for them there we in go. the uh bahamas or wherever people move their money Cayman to. Islands Cayman Islands yeah that's what it is so that's fun it's a good time I still have my Dogecoin <laughs> Doge. still don't know how to say it I remember back 
was it a year ago? It was Had it the summer, been. Elon. He was on SNL, yes. and we're like, to the moon. Yes. This is it. This is gonna we're gonna be, be it. millionaires. And then, and then he went and, out uh, and said that it was a, uh, a hustle. Yeah, jokingly, because sure. it was supposed to be like a wink and a nod. Yes, but uh, that's not how it works with the market. People right. are like, oh, okay, so this is okay. This I'm is not fake. gonna, I'm not gonna buy this. I don't remember how much money I put into it. You, you were smart and you, you got out either ahead or like even. Yeah. And I, I at one point had. I cashed out, but then I put it back in. <laughs> and I'm just letting it ride. Whether it goes to zero or goes to the moon, there's really no point. Right. It would be like that episode of The Simpsons where his stock guy called him and said his stock was up like enough to what was the like it went up like what, ten dollars? Like what did he buy with his earnings in that one episode? Who was it? Bart? No, it was Homer. Homer? His stock through the company, the company's stock, oh. the power plant. Huh. And then the and then it went up so much, but he had already sold. Yeah. But everyone else got oh. legitimately rich. Oh right, that was God, what was that was an older episode because I remember like yeah. they all got like fur yeah. coats and <laughs> right they got cars. It was weird. And like he came home all excited to tell Marge about his his winnings. Yes. But they, you know, the the stock had jumped so much beyond that, and they were all waiting to be like yeah, we're millionaires right. but he he was just under the impression because he didn't check the news that, that he only got like 25 bucks or whatever didn't he, he a no he traded it for something didn't he trade it for something <laughs> what he traded the stock yeah I thought he traded the stock because I thought Mr. Burns I thought uh, no, I, I thought he cashed it in and got something stupid like a like a sandwich Homer sells his stock back to the power plant for $25 there it is 25 bucks yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does he get with it a sandwich uh yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, his stock guy's like a seedy like bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like minutes later, like someone, right. another company wants to buy it. Oh, this is too much. They they did they 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 dipped into this well more than more times than I'm comfortable with at this point. I mean, how many episodes have they done? Oh my god, over over seven hundred at this point. Talk about it's crazy. Yeah. And how much how much time has elapsed in the world of Simpsons? Like I don't. Two years? I don't even think Homer works at the nuclear plant. I think he works at like a hydroelectric dam or some sort of oh, some so sort of wind farm in their world. Wow, <laughs> can you imagine? What I'd be weird to watch now. It's like Pooh is gone. Homer doesn't work at the power plants. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that in this current times, the nuclear power would be like no. He's. No, I think he's still, coming back. I think he still works there. <laughs> Nuclear is it's, cleaner. It's than, pronounced uh, nuclear. Fossil f- nuclear. That's how I say it. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you guys. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know how. What the hell were we talking about? <laughs> if we we got to Eternia, right? We did. But then we started talking about the stock market again. Oh, we were talking about. And we just went off on a tangent about. Yeah. Stocks. What a tangent. We know. Yeah. We know so much about stocks. Right. Yes. Yeah, clearly. Yes. <laughs> Robin Hood accounts. Uh, so <laughs> let's recap. Mattel Creations Attorney of Playset did get funded. Yes. It is being made. It it hit that first stretch goal, which hit well, it hit the early bird stretch goal, which is King Grayskull. Yeah. So early bird backers, you get Grayskull, you get the second tier, which is Modi. Right. Which is all the excitement is about Modi. Yes. Um, I've seen some people 3D printing Modis that have, like, He-Man's head, kind of. It's oh, very wow. disturbing. That is disturbing. Um, so everyone, every early bird gets that. Um, the second 
stretch goal was Keklar, which is this blue eternal whatever. Blue wizard. I don't know. Yes. It was very mystic. Very obscure. Yes, a very deep cut. <laughs> like not so this is okay. So this is what Mattel should have done. If you're gonna give an early bird stretch goal, fine. People are gonna back it anyways, give them a little incentive just to get people off the fence. If they're gonna, you know, fall one way or the other, give them something. Keklar would have been the perfect early bird stretch goal because no one really gives a shit about Keklar. Right. It's just an additional figure. It makes the value better to get another figure, especially if you want to like open this thing up and, and parcel it out and sell the pieces. Hey, another figure to sell, there's maybe like a hundred bucks off the price. If you can sell it for a hundred bucks, great. But they went with King Grayskull, which I think is a figure that people would have actually wanted. Much more visually interesting, a more toyetic. He's got nice fur. Yep. Just like, you know, a, looks like it would be a fun figure to play with. Kegelar, what are you going to do? You're going right. to send him into battle against Gar- Garglamesh? He looks like a smurf. He's, he's ridiculous. He's the kind of character you kind of just put in the background. He's just standing there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think Mattel's mixed them up like yeah. they should have done Keklar first it's just like here whatever <laughs> it's like just don't wait you get an extra little figure but I think Grayskull would have got more people to back if if that was the stretch goal so uh, Keklar not happening we'll see if if Mattel does this thing where they eventually release him usually when something is part of a Kickstarter and it doesn't reach that goal yeah. the line is it's never coming out because that's you moving forward you want people to support these kickstarters and you don't want them to be like well i'll just get it later right so at least with hasbro that's what they said like the rancor is never coming out you're never getting cookie monster (laughs) you're never getting uh what else is there an engine of vengeance you never get the engines of vengeance never so never um, ever ever so it was easy. I don't know. So the weird thing, I mean, there's a lot of weird things about this Masters line. Yeah. The the, the Eternia playset was tied to the Origins line, which is like the retro line, but with updated articulation. Amazing they, articulation. They, they, you know, they gave, them, they gave them knees, they gave them elbows. Yeah. Was there anything else they added They in got there? rocker ankles. What? Okay, rocker ankles, sure. They That's do. fine. They get modern articulation. They're, it's good articulation. So I got... Sans any sort of torso. I got anti-Eternia nice. He-Man at Target the other day, and I'd been looking for that one, because I just I just buy these to fill in the gaps in the the original mm-hmm. vintage line, just to kind of make mm-hmm. the, the setup more appealing looking. Yeah. But I, you know, I was posing this guy, and granted, he's just a repainted P- He-Man. I almost said P-Man. Yeah. <laughs> P-Man. Yeah. P-Man. P- P-Man. But yeah... And then They're the just bladders good. of the universe. Oh, so many. But yeah, no, they just, they pose well. They, they, yeah. they're not stiff at all. Like, you're not worried about breaking these. These are great figures. Your P-Man is not stiff. Hey, look who it is. It's John Cena. I can barely do, see him. Do, do, do. Have you seen a recent picture of John Cena? You sent me one. And you said that he, you and I he, can both take him, and I have to agree with you. <laughs> He's definitely let the the muscle mask go because you know here's the thing here's here's where I respect John Cena more than The Rock as an actor yeah because John Cena is willing to change his look he's willing to play different characters okay. whereas The Rock he's got to eat his twelve oceans of fish a day he's got his <laughs> his travel gym with him and he's got to always have that muscle mask yes but Cena you know he's letting the beard you know what there is of it come out he's letting the hair get a little shaggy he's dropping some of the the muscle you know. Because he wants to, to to stretch himself as an actor, an yes. actor, acting. 
Um, I was, remember I, I made that reference before. It's it's from John Lovitz on SNL. On The Office, when when Michael meets Holly, one of those early episodes, yeah. they both do the acting, uh. which is a reference to John Lovitz. But I think I was actually referencing The Office because I'm more familiar with that sure. than this skit from the 70s or 80s with John Lovitz. Needless to say. Um, yeah, so the He-Man figures, they're fun figures. But the weird thing... The origin figures are fun. The weird thing is that they have this concurrent He-Man line for Revelations or Masterverse. Is that Masterverse, like the catch-all? Yes, there? yes, yeah. it's the catch-all. Which are the figures that we first saw based on the Netflix cartoon, yeah. which are the the, the larger, more. Um, I mean, I guess I w- they're more like anatomically correct than this. Yeah. Right? This is like sort of like a compact sort I was, of, yeah I'd say like, that was always the idea like they're, they were, they're more detailed they were, you know their knees were bent right yeah and these are more detailed so you have that and that's a weird line because they're just sticking whatever like you have sure. figures from the Dolph Lundgren He-Man movie are gonna be in that right you have the 30th anniversary 30th anniversary He-Man 40th the 40th with the origins head which still creeps me out yep. so it's just weird and those figures are good two, two, three inches taller than Origins, but in the, the live stream for Mattel, they're like, oh, you can use both of them in the playset, which, you know, is technically true, mm-hmm. but it's just so weird that these lines, it's like, do you, you can play with them together? I, right. don't, I don't know. It's it's sort of weird. It's like they want their cake and, and eat well, it. Well, it's too. like, they so yeah. Everything works with everything. All the vehicles are, are a little bit plussed up. I can see that, so they can fit both. Oh, okay. You know, it's, okay. it, they've, yeah. I think this has been the, uh, the intention all along is to just mm-hmm. run both of these and make sure that they fit but because they are they are larger they look a little odd yeah. with the origin line because yeah. you're kind of but they they do a good job of filling out the space and then they're always on clearance well that's the thing too yeah it's great if you wait you're gonna get them <laughs> yes because like target gets exclusives and target always puts their exclusives on clearance yes i'm almost surprised at this point that they're still making these things <laughs> with the amount amount of them that have gone to clearance i'm still amazed that mcfarland's still making dc figures <laughs> i mean he must be doing well with them he puts out enough but yeah they always, they're always in cl- on clearance I never know what's new because yeah. they all look exactly the same. <laughs> if you just like look at them quickly, the packaging is all the same. They're all like dark colors. Half right. of them are Batman figures. But I mean, he's he's a weird guy. We know that. Yes. But I think he he hit on something here. And I don't know. I don't know that I would ever want him to do Marvel. But I guess I would be interested in it because I'm def- there are definitely more Marvel characters that I would buy than there are DC characters. Sure. And I I think that I mean there are good McFarlane DC figures and there are, are less less than good figures. Yeah. And because each figure is almost completely original, other than the terrible wrists and ankles, you kinda hit on some good ones and you kinda hit on some bad ones, just depending on the luck of the draw. So with Marvel Legends, everything is on a very similar buck. The bodies are reused so often; they're all built on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a lot of you know they look good together in the same universe. You're not going to put a figure next to you're not going to put an X Men figure next to uh, an Avengers figure and be like these are two different lines. No, they they're completely compatible. Yeah. So there's that, which I think is great. But when you have like boring figures that are just like a plain body and you could immediately recognize that body is like, oh, no, that's Cyclops body. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the body we first saw with Wolverine. 
that makes it kind of like I don't even care about this figure. I could just go customize this figure if I wanted to. So I do like, in, on the one hand, I do like the way McFarlane does it because it feels like you're buying something unique each time. Right. Now, that uniqueness could be a bad thing. <laughs> Your figure could look like crap or it could be, uh, a, you know, a masterpiece. There are some really nice figures out there. As long as you don't see the wrist. The wrist really blow it every single time for me. And then now Mattel is doing, or not Mattel, McFarlane is doing these Avatar figures, <laughs> which is is real. This is going to be really interesting to watch. Yeah. Because I am of the belief that no one is going to give a flying F <laughs> about this new Avatar movie. Right. Uh, you know, especially in regards to merchandise. Like, there are not avatar super fans i mean there may be a one or two but there's not like enough out there that this stuff is going to fly off the shelves and like looking at it some of the vehicles i see like there's that like the exo squad looking thing from the first movie and now there's like a a crab equivalent to that where it's like a ship like a submarine but then it has arms that come out and like it's kind of cool but then it lives in this world where your main protagonist are these stretched out blue people yeah. and I'm like I don't care I don't care about that like if it was no. more about the machines and the vehicles okay maybe you got something there but no when it all comes back down to humans and blue smurfs giant blue smurfs yeah well, that's redundant giant smurfs uh, no I don't know yeah, but you know who's it who knows we'll see in a couple weeks we'll see yeah See how it goes. For my birthday. I know James Cameron has said that if it underperforms, they're going to finish it in three. There you go. But if it doesn't, they're going to push it to five. Well, they already have a theme park. So it's not like, you know, usually when they're like, oh, it's going to do so well, we're going to build a theme park. Well, you already got that. Right. (laughs) So I don't don't know. It's just a weird thing. It does so bad that they have to retheme the theme park. I just kind of wish they would do that anyways. Oh, sure. I just don't care about Avatar. That I also don't enjoy the, the ride vehicle that you have to sit on. It's which they're, very uncomfortable. They're basically copying it for Tron. Sure, it's almost it's like a motorcycle. You're sitting forward. I just that's not. I don't. Yeah, but I don't need Tron. To, you're like to, legitimately like moving. Oh yeah, you actually go. Like, you at actually least this go. One's this one's stationary. Yeah. It just kind of pivots back yeah. and forth. But right, Tron it looks horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, like, no, I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't want to fall off. Like, that thing your, but your body's not meant to, like, stay, stay in that position and then move at, like, the speed no. that it wants to go. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. We'll see if it ever gets finished. You're right. So that's going on. What else? Is Mattel, or I keep saying Mattel, it's McFarlane. He's got anything else coming out as Avatar and DC, like his his big things right now. Oh, he was doing he's doing that um, the movie Maniacs, bringing that. That back. was coming back. Dragons was coming back. I did see. Dra- oh, so he's go- he's going back to the well. Yeah, I, I actually saw favorites. some dragons at Target this past week, and I went to a Target, um, searching for the holiday Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and I had added it to my cart, and it was out of out of the way to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured that by the time that I got to the store, it would populate as being picked up. I got into the parking lot and they canceled the order. How can that happen? I don't know. They just said they couldn't fulfill it. And they said, how would you like us to proceed? Because you already paid for it. To a degree. So I I canceled it. The other options were to pick up in another store or to ship. But then if there's nothing to ship because it's out of stock. 
Oh, so they wouldn't even do yeah, that. Yeah, they wouldn't even do that. But I did go, I went to this Target, and their collector's set was, like, untouched. It was so untouched Ooh. that it had spilled out onto the floor, and nobody was picking it up. There was such an abundance <laughs> oh, God. of wow. NECA pops. It was yeah. like nobody was shopping yeah. this section, and they just kept filling it. Wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, you got product, the guy. It's yeah. not like you can put it out back, because the NECA rep comes every week. He's got to put it somewhere. Right. That is, an, that is super annoying, especially, like, if you drove out of your yes. way. Did they tell you it was? Oh, so it, they didn't tell you that it was ready for pickup. You just assumed by the time you got right, there. Right. Well, typically that's how it that's how it yeah. is. If it's early enough in the sure. morning and yeah. not on a weekend, they can usually fulfill something within a half hour. I feel like this pickup service has declined in quality. Of course, since it started. Yes. Before the pandemic, during the pandemic, it was a lifesaver. Between right. that and Walmart, I, not having to go inside the store, it was it, it was legitimately. Literally a lifesaver, mm -hmm. lifesaver, because it meant you didn't have to come in contact with people and potentially get uh, a disease which would kill you. Therefore, literally a lifesaver. Um, but for whatever reason, if the employees have started to rebel against it, or the, yeah. they put, you know, too many people are doing it, so they can't pick up everything uh, in, you know, a timely manner. It, it uh, we've we've started to get orders that take a long time, missing stuff, getting canceled outright. And, you know, I'm hearing this from, from people all around, so it's not just an isolated case. Um, but I still, you know, they, they keep they keep talking about improving it. They're going to add Starbucks to it. I think that will be when the employees really <laughs> start to rebel. Oh, yes. If you have to bring someone's coffee out. Oh, can you oh, imagine? You can, they're, they're saying you can do returns from no. your car. And that that's what that's what they were talking about doing. Wow. Yeah. So we'll see how that all unfolds, but it's been it's been good. It's been a nice addition. I still like to be able to walk in, but if if you know my wife doesn't order and I can just pick it up from the front, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't like just staying in my car. And sometimes they'll like you know if you want it in the trunk, they'll just like come to your front window and throw it to you. Sure. But then your trunk is open, so you have to get out of your car. You this? Where do you want this? So. It's like I specified trunk. Right. Yeah. So I don't. I think I th just from reading like the the Target subreddit, they do, they don't they don't like the employees. They don't like having to do this, and people order insane amounts of oh, stuff. Oh, of course, it's just, like hard for them to fulfill. So there's like you never know like the situation you're walking into right. when you're you're getting a pickup. But so there's a lot going in, on in that. But I do like that it exists. It's helpful. Do you? Now this is something I wanted mm -hmm. to talk to you about, and I don't know if I've talked about it in the past in terms of Target. Um. Pro tip for checking out yes. when there's a long line. Mm -hmm. So at my target, there's usually no more than four live registers open and then the four self-scan, which I'm, maybe yeah. you have more self-scan down there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But there's always a line and it will always, with self-scan, it'll always stretch well past into the card section, if not further on past like HBC. Wow. However, health and beauty care. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. The lingo. So, if you go to, like, where the popcorn stand is and the slush stand is, yeah. there's a live self-scan register oh. there that nobody yeah, right. ever uses. I did it tonight. It was great. Unless you're getting your, your slushy. Unless you're getting your slushy. So, you can just... It has all of the Everything. abilities that a normal register Everything. has. Everything. Yeah, okay. Even, that, even that gift cards. It yeah. even has gift cards if you activate a circle app or circle offer. Oh, there you go. Yes. 
Right. So the kids wanted Band-Aids, the generic Target gift cards. Uh So pro tip. A little stash of them right there. Yes. Yeah, no, that's a good... um, The one in our town does not have that slushy scan section mm-hmm. so that that would but i have been to them where they have that yes i the the people so where it gets tricky is there'll be a line when you walk up but it's not clear people are in line for the, the self checkout or the the employee checkout right registers. right so you always have to be like oh are you in line for this isn't that awkward and even if they're oh so yeah weird. and even if they say oh no i'm in line for this the person in front of them is like well no i'm in line for this yeah. <laughs> so the line is just very confused but then the some of the stores put a little turnstile at the very front with like arrows going this way oh so i'll just like even if i feel like i'm cutting someone i'll just jump up there okay and be like, okay because i can check out i want to time myself because i can check out less than 30 seconds oh, of course because i have the red card i have the red card built into the target app yeah so all you do is scan that you're done scan your item you're done on the screen click checkout with with the target app right you're done and it says do you want a receipt yeah i'm done that's it like before i could even bag something I'm yeah done. i'm like my own one-man pit crew the only thing that ever yeah, throws exactly. me off is when the kids try to scan something Oh, I hate that. I smack the little gun out of there. I want to scan it. Just get out of here. <laughs> get out. You don't know how to do it. You yeah. don't know how to do it right. He's like trying to, for an hour, like, know, right? position the UPC over there. Why is this hard for you? Yeah. You're not my son. <laughs> my son would know how to do, scan. scan. Go a back to buy it. something college. Buy something university. Yeah. 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 Buy you. Bye. My son had a birthday last Sunday. Nice as we record this but when you listen to it it'll be a week from this past sunday um it, it actually worked out really well it didn't rain it rained for like a second but the party hadn't started yet um we and the, the thing i'm most proud about for this is we wanted to have a pinata that was transformers themed but there's not really a current transformers pinata on the market okay and the the ones you can find are on etsy and after shipping charges you're paying 40 bucks for a pinata right so what we did, my wife had the idea to just get an existing pinata from Party City, like a cheap one that had, you know, a more generic shape. Mm-hmm. So we got a Sesame Street one that was like this. It just had like a picture of the Sesame Street game yeah, on the front, but it wasn't like die cut in their shape. That was going to be weird. And then I just got the you know dimensions of that in, in Illustrator created a, a shape that size. Mm-hmm. Got some Google image search transformer pictures, found a PNG of Optimus, Bumblebee, and and uh, Grimlock, threw them on there, made a background, and uh, did that thing in in um, Adobe Print. What is it called? You know, the PDF printer or whatever. Yeah. You can print as a poster, which it'll break it up into how many normal sheets of paper you need to get the size you want. So we just print that out, cut them up, put them on there. Hey, look at that. You know, a homemade pinata that looks just as good as anything you can get on Etsy. There you go. So I was very, I was very proud of that. I, I don't know if we'll have future occasions for pinata outside of birthdays, but I, I was like, I'm gonna start suggesting pinatas for every occasion at work, there so you that go. I can like make one, put somebody from work's face on it. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, HR. Is this okay? Like, technically, we're beating this person with a bat. I don't think we've. But it's not really them. It's okay, right? I don't think my kids have ever experienced a pinata. Never done pinata. It's, it's something so primal about it. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, the fact that you're beating something with a stick, but at the same time, yeah, 
It's like you get like that or like that competitive urge where it's like I need all the candy oh, that's yeah. in there. Well, do you want to be the one that breaks it, or do you want to be close enough to get the most candy? It's a good question. It never breaks the way you want it to, and then right. uh, in in the years that I experienced the pinata, the parent once it did break, the parent would just grab it and like yeah, just like rip it, it apart. Right. No, they yeah. wouldn't shake it. They'd just be like the mom would grab it, and these were like army wives, <laughs> and they'd like grab it, and they're just like tearing off someone's face, like Rah! Oh my god. Yeah, I so I grabbed it because it fell, and I just like shook it over top of them. Yeah. But what I didn't realize at the time is that we somebody had stepped on an ant hill, so all these <laughs> ants woke up, and all the kids like knees were on the ground getting bit by ants. Oh my! Catching their candy, so that was that. Was, I got I got a lot of ant bites on my ankles that day. Sad. The other thing about pinata is it always has the worst candy in it. Right. Because you can't put like a Snickers in there because it's going to get squashed. You have to do like a hard candy. Yeah. Or like non candy. Like we put the little parachute guys. Oh, sure. Know, those little. Right. Yeah. We put those in there. So it's like all the worst candy <laughs> and you're doing the most work for it. But it's fun to hit something. It is. <laughs> you don't, you know, as a, as, as a, as a, you know, law abiding citizen, the things. The opportunities you have to to smack things with a bat are pretty low. That's true. So it's 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 fun. Yeah. So one of my favorite things from this this year, one of the, my favorite toy stories from this year, has been the clearance sale from GameStop, because unlike most clearance sales where a store is just trying to clear out the product that they have, yeah, in their back room. GameStop has been all of the locations, at least that I've visited, have been receiving additional stock on a weekly basis right. from corporate. So, like, you go in one week, you get what you want. In in normal circumstances, you'd be like, okay, I'm done here. There's no reason for me to return. Right, of course. But au contraire, with Target, you can go back almost every day, and there may be something new there, something that you have never seen. At any physical GameStop, I've never seen a Boglin before this clearance no, sale I started. So I went anytime I go by one. There's one in our mall. I was there. Yeah, I was like, I gotta run in. So I ran in and I found some things that I've never seen before. Let me show them to you. Right okay. Now. I have no idea where they are. Oh, why? Well, I, I, I went. I went into a GameStop. I can't hear you. So you're and. I picked up the Dathomirian Warrior for eleven dollars, as well as a five pack of Star Wars figures for eleven dollars. Oh yeah, it's great. That's nice. And then some very it's so controversial. Nice. It's not even controversial. I shouldn't say controversial slime. They had some. Mm. They had some like slime putty there that was like a dollar fifty. It was like a pound mm. of it. And I was like, the kids will like God. this. And yeah. there's been so many arguments over this damn slime. Even even Why? when my because they they both want it, they don't want equal shares. My my son tried to give my my daughter an equal share of the slime, and she accused him of having a larger piece than she did. <laughs> One half portion. Yes, of slime. That's well, this is how you learn to share with water. slime. So I walked in this past weekend and never seen this I, I maybe I've seen this before yeah. but not on clearance oh. they have the oh. Pink Ranger Power Morpher nice which is such a weird thing like I have the original one that you got me for like $25 right that you dismantled yes well it broke oh, so okay. I had to fix it and, and then the one that I fixed broke too so it's a great product 
Hasbro. Um, but I, it seems like they're doing a, a unique version for each ranger. So yeah. This is the Pink Ranger one. This doesn't exist in Power Rangers continuity. No. It's because it's not the movie version. It's the show version, and they never had unique. Like these unique color right. bands on them. Yeah, you, but, I think you mentioned you said you'd never buy that unless but, it was on sale. But here's the thing: it was forty four dollars on clearance. Half of that, twenty two dollars. There you go. And that's just it's just nice to have. Sure. Like, if I want, I'm just gonna sit on it. Not literally. Yeah. Because that would break it. <laughs> but just you know, because the one the one up there. That one, $25, if I kept that in the box, that's selling for over 100 now. There you go. People want it now because you can't get it. You want it. I wish I had you buy more of them at the time. No, I'm sorry. I didn't. The uh, the other thing I got, another thing that I would not have bought. Go ahead. No, I saw the Pink Ranger helmet on clearance at the, but I think you have that one. Yeah, I get all those from, from Entertainment Earth, so oh, okay. I don't I don't need to, to get those, but... I probably would if I if I didn't. I'd seen Lord Zed too. Um, the other thing that I saw at GameStop on clearance that I I would not have bought at full price because I think twenty two dollars is the is the full price clearance. Eleven dollars is the loyal subjects Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. These figures are are wackadoo. Let me tell yeah. you, <laughs> they are so bizarre. So first of all, they are trying to be those FH figure arts or fig arts. Right. Remember those? Yeah, of course. From years ago, which were like before NECA, like probably the best turtles out there, but they, they were, they weren't exactly the cartoon. They were like an interpretation. Right. Yeah. They of were the their cartoon. own thing. Yeah. These, they use the, like the promo colors, the, right. the, the, the very bright neon green. Um, at first glance, it appears they have a lot of articulation, which which they do. But here's here's where engineering is very important with toys. Look at that double double elbow, right? But look how far it can go. That's it. That is the extent that it can bend, even with with the double elbow, because of how this is cut, because of how the elbows are cut, not cut deep enough. That's all you get. That's less than a hinge elbow sometimes. And the same with the knees. So, very bizarre. Also, the design of the body. The shell is held on with a ball joint. Oh. You see that? And then the front is just plugged in there and the paint holds it on. So, I ripped it off <laughs> and the paint came with it. But look at The shell comes right off. And I'm not sure why that was the design. So, this you end up getting a figure of your turtle if you take the shell off. It's something no one ever needed to see. Like, what is... Why is this the way this looks? Right. <laughs> Very looks like more like a frog at that point. It does, yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe somebody can do a custom of that. So here's here's where that they, they sort of cheaped out, and they had... This is a one-size-fits-all situation. If you see the back of the shell, it has these two ports right there. This is how you attach the back of the, the belt, which is so bizarre. So this is this is Mikey's bag. It has the four chambers to hold the nunchucks, mm -hmm. and it doesn't. I can't even. I'm not even sure which way is. It's not that way. It's got to be this way. But the way they did that is so that they only had to do one mold of the shell, and then every turtle has a unique back part. So they didn't have to design a whole new shell and belt situation. Just this part is back. Yeah. Or different. So Donatello 
His is so low that his bow goes so low that he's tripping over oh. it. So this is a very strange design choice. I'm not sure what the thought process was there. I'd, I'd love to talk to the person that designed this figure because there are some very interesting design choices. I will say that the the wrist is is a much better wrist than anything McFarlane has done. That Look, look at that. That's how you do it, McFarlane. Get it? You, you, there's no ball there, but you get the ball joint. Like, that's enough. I don't understand. The, the, the ankles are weird because it's a ball joint inside there, but it has no rocker movement because there's too much plastic here. There's nowhere for it to move. So it could have been good, but not good. So this figure is very strange, and it, it costs about 20 bucks, which is about what you're paying for a NECA figure, especially when these came out like a year ago. So, is this on par with NECA? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I can't imagine anyone could make that argument. Is it worth owning? Maybe if you're know, a kid. You. Maybe, but it's not... Like, I've heard people say, like, the quality's bad, and, yeah. like, I can't say that, like, anything's super loose, but I have also haven't played with it a lot. Like, the butterfly is a little loose, the chest right. joint. So, I don't know that the quality will hold up. Um, so, who knows? They're they're doing some like different versions of the turtles now, like in street clothes. Right. So at least they're trying something different. But it just it's it's just a little bit it's just a just a weird little figure. <laughs> I don't know. But I did I did some turnaround uh videography with them like I did for Balloon Grogu. So I wanted to oh, talk about sure. them so I could use that in a TikTok. Oh, let's just talk about Balloon Grogu while we'll, we'll have him out here. Yeah, there he is. Um is he a bobblehead? Oh, they still have to maintain figure. him as a bobblehead? He's a bobblehead. Yeah. yeah. He's got to be a bobblehead because it's Star Wars. Yeah. Um, uh, the So there's a there's an Ant-Man figure and a Conan as the Ant-Man figure, which is the one I have, that comes with a mini pop, which I, I have to say is probably the same size as these. Because there was yeah. a question about what is the smallest pop ever made. And these, they've got to be right up there. Like, I, I don't know if there's anything any smaller than that. Yeah. But very fun display. Really unique, um, just just fun. I don't know. I think it's still up on the Funko website if you want to get it. It's funny because it's like it's not Grogu, it's balloon Grogu, right? So like the sculpt is a little softer and it's like a a lighter color, but it's it's like that is supposed to represent the balloon, not the actual character. You should do some ASMR with the bobble the bobble noise over the microphone. Let's try it. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't work if you're like. Oh, I got the tingles. There we go. That All right. Nice. Yes. That good. Yeah. There's, there's your new channel, Paul. It's just you with Star Wars pops. I've never really understood that. People just like hearing the sound. Oh, it's like so comforting. Are you for real? Is it? Oh really? yeah. If you're, no, if you're. Oh yeah. I don't get it. No, if you're able to like utilize it, it's it's so nice. I want to talk about Mezco Power Rangers. You go for it. So I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm I'm somewhat of Power Rangers fan. Yes. Um. I have the lightning collection figures. I have the three zero. Is that who did the twelve inch figures? It is. The, the the official branded twelve inch yes. figures. Um, Mezco uh, teased a Green Ranger two years ago, more than one year ago. It seems like it was a long time ago. Still, nothing has come to fruition with that figure. But they did put up for pre order a five pack of Mighty Morphin this week and you can go on 
Entertainment Earth for four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which sounds like a lot, but you're getting five figures, and you got to think that the one twelve collective Mezco figures are averaging out about a hundred bucks yes. at this point. So it is actually a pretty good deal. It's hard to say the figures look good because I don't really know what we're looking at. A lot of it seems photoshopped together. There are some shots that the helmets look very good. There are some shots where the helmets look more off model. So maybe this is like the progression of the sculpt and hopefully the ones that look better are what you're actually going to get. But it's hard to say. Um, they do come with the civilian heads, which is great. That is something you didn't get with the 12-inch figures. Yeah. And I will say they look good. It's funny because Billy has like a very neutral face, almost a smile, but every other figure is like ready for war. <laughs> they have like this scowl, <laughs> like mouth open, yeah. like they're, they're they're racing into battle. It's like it's very funny that they chose to go the opposite way with Billy. Um, I'm trying to find a picture of the other heads. Oh, here they are. Yeah, everyone. Even, Trini is the funniest because I've never seen Trini like, like angry. They're all angry, but Billy's like, "This is fine. I'm just happy to be here." Yeah, like most uh, Billys are. Billy, look, that's right. <laughs> but Billy, I think probably looks the best of them, yeah. and then Jason looks okay. But Jason almost looks like he's like squinting to see. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that one's working for me. Yeah, I'm um, Zach looks better than any of the Hasbro ones because Hasbro, their biggest failing has been getting Zach's civilian head right they did they had two shots at it mm-hmm. and just it's just the worst of all the head sculpts i don't really see amy joe johnson so much in the kimberly here i think hasbro's is better especially the the more recent uh ninja nin, ninjagu whatever I, I called it nin, nin, ninjutsu or something yes. and someone corrected me yep. to say it's not ninjutsu it's it's a made-up form of martial right, arts of course whatever. uh ninjetti ninjetti spaghetti so so I I always my my thing with figures that come with extra hands is you don't need all these extra hands. Right. It's ridiculous. These each come with two or let's say one, two, three, four, five, six alternate pairs, pairs of hands. Wow. So you, you have the one it comes with it. It's it's pictured with fists. Yeah. And then there's like open hands and then there's probably like a holding hand and then like this. So like I kind of see what they're doing because in there's like famous poses they do where everyone has like a certain right. hand pose they do. But like this is wait it's just it's just ridiculous. Hand over like, it's just if there's not a way to display them, it's crazy. Sure. And then you they come with their signature weapons and then there's an alternate version of Red Ranger's sword that's all red like it's glowing red mm-hmm. and then billy has this blue weapon that was used in one episode it's called the anti-sonic foam gun and has like a blast effect on it so it's like okay i guess this is added value but like totally unnecessary yeah and then this five pack that does not include the green ranger includes two dragon shields and the armbands because at one point the red ranger had the shield and at another point the black ranger had the shield yeah but it was the same shield. It doesn't make sense that you would need two of them. That's just complete overkill. Right. It's just bizarre. It comes with the, like I said, their signature weapons and then some like blast effects to do when you combine them to make, make the uh, power blaster. So I think I will get this, but it, since it's not coming out for a full year next September, mm-hmm. got to wait just a, a second there because Mezco has been pretty notorious for 
for not hitting these release dates <laughs> and people who uh pre-ordered the michael keaton batman can attest to this that was legit several years ago and there's been no update on when that's coming out so uh if you want to pre-order it i would recommend using entertainment earth only because they don't charge you until it ships so if you put put down money on this uh, you ain't gonna paste anything for a year or at least until this comes in stock so you're good there um but i do think that these when i when mezco started doing their 112 collective i did think the power rangers was one of the lines that could really benefit from this because the suits you know because the the joints from super articulated figures really break up the suit doing it this way where there's no break lines because everything is under the costume yeah. i think these have the potential to be the best pirate figures at this scale but you got to get the helmets right if the helmets are wrong then forget about it they look like bootlegs right. and i don't know why companies have trouble getting the helmets right these props exist 3d <laughs> scanners exist i don't know why you can't bring these tools together and get it right but we've seen we've seen the companies just have trouble with it but i'm looking forward to these oh you also get a transformable blade blaster which is nice and then the weird thunder slinger which was maybe in one episode i think they used it in the sentai a lot more it's just like odd additional weapon you get three of those so lots of fun things It'll go. It'll go well with my Ghostbuster set. Maybe it'll come in a nice tin. There you the go. Ghostbuster came in like this giant tin, which, which is nice to have, but you can't see the figures, so it's like a weird way of displaying them. <laughs> They're just like in this tin coffin, waiting <laughs> for you. One day you'll take them out. I sent you a picture this week that I was at Toys R Us. Yeah. I found a Toys R Us. I found one. And uh, it's been around. The Toys R Us in Macy's has been around for a little while, but they're they're you know now that we're getting closer to Christmas, they're really trying to 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 make it seem more like Toys R Us. Yeah. So they brought in this 3D bench that you could sit on and has a 3D Jeffrey on there you can take your picture with. Okay. Um, and they have some Jeffrey stuff to buy. So they had the Jeffrey Pop all decked out in his Macy's uh, sweater. There you go. For Christmas. So that's nice. I've There's been, there were Jeffrey Pops I think even prior to Toys R Us shutting they down, were, yeah, I, I seem to remember this. Yes, but they were like he was like dressed as like Batman or something. There were so a I few. Got one of those. There were a few. It was also on sale, so I was like, yeah, hey, why not? Is it flocked? So I don't know how I feel. I'm still not like completely sold. It's not flocked. No, no that would be nice. Um, I don't think I have any flocked pops. I, I do like the concept of that though. Yeah. So I'm still not like I'm not like this is I'm not like Toys R Us is back. We right. did it. But it's it's nice to be able to go. And like see, see the like branding, right. and what they have in there. Even though there's not a lot of it, they picked like the best stuff. Like there were Star Wars Black Series figures. There were obviously some pops. So it's like, it's just it's it's worth like checking out what's going on. And the other thing, I don't know if you can see it behind me. I have the Jeffrey plush. And then they did a Christmas version. So I was like, why not? It's nice. It's just a nice Jeffrey. It's like this is the kind of stuff they would do back in the day. Sure. Just remember like the remember when Child World dressed up the Ninja Turtle in a Santa outfit and they had him in the big bin? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like like stupid stuff like that, cash grab. But it's like, yeah, why not? It's nice to have around. I think I think I don't know. I think the closest one to me is like forty five minutes away. I might take a trek up yeah. there to look go to the Toys R Us. We'll see. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do, do it this Toys R Us at Ollie's. You know what's funny? So that Target, the Target that I had gone to, the Ollie's was only 18 miles away. I believe mm-hmm. it might have been like 15 minutes away, and I was like, no, I'm not even bothering. Oh, yeah. I was so, I was like, I just want to get home. I don't, like, I was expecting Ollie's to be a big deal this year. I don't know that it's happening. Yeah. I don't know if there's there's any more assortments coming in, like, if this is all we're getting. Sure. But it's been, if, if this is it, it's been a disappointment. I, I was definitely <laughs> expecting there to just be, I don't know, I don't even know what. I just yeah. thought because of all the shipping problems last year. Right. That there would be some, like, magical products. But now you're having, you're having a lot of fun with GameStop, so. That's true. Out with the old and with the new. GameStop is the MVP of this season so far. We'll see. I mean, even if it ends today, it's been great. I'd love to see it continue on. I don't know what the end goal here. They can still sell toys after this, or just like them getting out of the game. Right. We have to mention this. Um, Unfortunately, we lost. We lost one of, if not the definitive Batman's of our generation this week. And Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman from uh, the animated series, uh, yes. only 66 years old, really, he, you would see a lot about him on online, like people would meet him, he would, you know, he would go to these signings, and right. everyone had good things to say about him, he would, he'd be a good sport, you would see him, like, do the voice, like, like as a, you know, a script of another character as Batman, yeah. or like, you know, he wasn't, he didn't, like, take himself too seriously, he just... But he he did take the character seriously. He told the story about defining how Bruce Wayne would have a different voice than Batman. And he's like, well, people are going to know that this guy is Batman if he has the same voice. So you got to give Bruce Wayne a distinct voice. And that really, that really, I mean, people always were like, get this guy in the costume. And they finally did that at one point in one of these CW shows where he was like the future version of Batman. Right. But yeah, I think because that animated series was like almost a continuation of the Tim Burton Batman universe. Yeah. Like the darker, right. more gritty version. Um, but like set, what was this, like more like set in the 50s? Is that to what the idea degree. I mean, it's still, it's still just, it was like, it still existed in present day, but it was... It was just a more noir Did type. It exists in present day. Well, they had they had computers and everything else. I guess that's true. In the animated series. That's a good point. Yeah. But it, I always thought it was like old timey. They had the cars that yeah, were like a little old timey. It was like one of those. Right. It was kind of yeah. just like juxtaposed onto no specific time. Yeah, that's right. That that's what makes sense. Like it, you you couldn't you couldn't nail it down. They right. wouldn't want you to, to nail down exactly when it was. But you know that was what we that was the Batman we grew up on. That was Batman that we had. Of course, I mean, like he was the most care most popular character. Right. Like, you could say like, oh, X Men was just as popular. Yeah, but that was a whole team. Like sure. Batman carried the show. Like every action figure in the Batman assortment was a version of Batman. Mm-hmm. And then one villain or something. Like yeah. that's how Kenner did it. <laughs> a million Batmans. So like you know that there was a lot goat riding on that guy's shoulders, and he he just defined that character so much so that even when when DC cast other people as Batman, you you could hear they're doing an impression of course of, of Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Like that is Batman. You're doing an impression of, well, of Batman. I would go as far as saying you know when they put out those animated movie when they put out the animated movies. And they yeah. deal with Batman. You you expect you're surprised when it's not yeah. Kevin Conroy. 
Yeah. Doing doing the voice were, of Batman. I don't know if it was the video game or one of these recent shorts that you're talking about, yeah. but the guy sounded just like Kevin, and I was like, oh, that's Kevin. But no, it wasn't. Oh. It was just a guy doing his best impression right. of Kevin. I'm not sure why they couldn't just get Kevin. But well, then we had Merman. Um, we had Merman and He-Man Revelations. Oh, that was, and that was, that him was too. Kevin. Yeah. And we we're like, that's just Batman. What? It's just Batman. Yeah, what? like it's it's just like even if that was the only voice you could do, yeah, that's all you needed because he was he was he defined the the voice of Batman. Yes. So huge loss in the in the world of of, of not just animation, but voiceover, mm-hmm. but like he seemed like a really good guy. Everyone has come out to say nice things about him. Like yeah. I've never I've never seen a celebrity death, you know envelop my my timeline as much as him like everybody was posting about sure. about kevin conroy um so very sad and uh you know we'll we'll go watch some episodes of him yeah to, episodes of batman to to remember him because he will live on forever and as the voice of batman and they'll probably use ai yeah. like they're doing a james l jones <laughs> <laughs> for the next batman just use use his voice Did you, uh, I know uh, this is a rhetorical question, but did you see Andor this week? Five times. You watched it five, did you legitimately watch it five yes, times? Yes, I was watching it before okay. the show started for the fifth time. <laughs> okay, so so you enjoyed it, I, you enjoyed this episode. If you, if you did not enjoy this episode, we're not talking, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. It's, oh, you're, you're, it's a personal, yeah, this is, it's, this, it's, this episode it's, defines it's, who you, oh, there, there's Cassian right I'll there. Put on the microphone. That's good audio. We love hearing the clicks. Hey, sorry. There we <laughs> That's go. That's not going to mess up the audio at all. Uh, so why don't you run down what happened since you're an expert on this episode? There was a prison break mm-hmm. and a proposition for a arranged marriage. And we found out that there was a mole in the Imperial Security Bureau. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. But what was that guy's name like Les? Lonnie. It's very like Lonnie. It's very normal. It was. Like, I was like, wait, Earth name. Lonnie. Yeah. So several good speeches. We got a good speech by Stellan Skarsgård's character, mm-hmm. and then we had a very good speech by Andy Serkis's character, Kino Loy. A lot of emotion in this episode. Yes, very emotional. A lot of, a lot of emotion, both vocally and you know. Emotion, physically, you could tell. Yeah, I don't know. I think the big question is: Have we seen the last of Andy Circus's character? What do you think happened to him? He can't swim. He can't swim. What did he do? What did he do? Can you imagine? I mean, those shoes that those Imperial guards are wearing seem pretty buoyant. (laughs) But what you think he just throw on the moon boots? Yeah, no, I don't know. Like ride away. What do you think he's? I don't know. I, I, I mean, obviously, whatever happens results in him turning into snow. Correct. So yes, <laughs> something happens. He becomes this, this the Sith Lord. No, right. I didn't even really think about how he has already been in the Star Wars universe. Has no. there been any discussion, like any like people really, really out there being like, oh, he, he this does. Is he, Snoke. This is this Snoke's is, origin. Yeah, some real, was, yeah, real flat earth theory right there no <laughs> mm-hmm. right exactly right. yeah no i think just jokingly or like yeah. for clickbait mm-hmm. there's been discussion but they've been able to to separate it at least i hope I don't know, so like, i don't know 
Right. Yeah. I mean, it'd be silly. But I, uh, you know, because that character was so great, it's like I hate to say I don't want to see him again. But I think having such an open-ended story is probably the best way for that character to go out. Maybe. It's like would you get when you got the mini comics and and Alien. It's like continued in your yes, imagination. In your imagination. Like, I don't need a. I don't need a defined end to this. He's going like, to show up in the Mandalorian season three. Well, that's the thing. You could always in the back of your head be like, oh, what if he? What if, what if maybe he it's going to be? Maybe it's going to show up. But it's going to yes. be. But I don't. I think that's probably it for him. Um, Which I'm fine with. Just so, like I'm fine with the show ending after two seasons. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Right, you don't if some if you like something, it, it's okay for it to stop. Yes, we don't need this. That's I think that's that's what a lot of people thought about the prequels or the sequels. I should say, right. it's like we don't need to see how these characters like. I I would have rather not know that that's what happens to Luke. Sure, <laughs> like if we just stop. Luke's story stopped at the end of Jedi, and then in my imagination, he went off and had all these battles and met Mary Jade or whatever. Like I don't need to know he became a hermit and lived yeah. in a cave or with these weird blue milk creatures right but you know there's money to be made with these characters so um so what two episodes left two episodes left what do you think is there gonna be a cliffhanger that's a good question right so this was this is six years before the events of uh rogue one and then the the one after the second season leads right into rogue one sounds right yeah it'd be some cliffhanger i don't know maybe we find maybe i don't know it's a good question i just i just yeah. like it so much it's so good it's just good it's just good it's writing good television and good tv yes. like, like we've said before it doesn't even have to be star it doesn't wars. it's just good as it's the fact that it's star wars yes i think adds to it and that's the reason we're watching it but it's just well done, right? And like I, I, I want to know where all these characters end up. We didn't, we didn't see anything with Cyril or ISB this week, no, nope. um, or very little with ISB. I want to know where those characters go. I want to know what happens to every single one. I want to see yeah. where all these these lines connect. They've, they've, they've made me so much more interested in watching, rewatching Rogue One, knowing what I know now. Like I, I really want to watch that again. And be like, oh, okay. I, I have you know so a whole new perspective on on the what Cassian does and why he is the way he is. Sure. Do you think they'll ever come back to his sister? That's a good question. First met him exactly. Yeah, that's a really good question. That could be something. That's uh get Maz Maz Kanata in there and be like, that's a question wow. for another day. That's such a red herring. If that's if there's nothing if we never come back to it because like that was the whole point of him being where he was he was searching for a sister his sister's his sister's dedra and just renamed damn that's that's the twist right? like she dyes her hair blonde yeah yeah could you imagine am i the only am i the only one that ships dedra and cyril you must i just i don't ship her at all she's so uh for anything but they're I, so it's like it's like uh, it's like Dwight and Angela in the office. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> like that's how it, it's like pretty close to it. Like, like those exact. It's all just so one. It's all so one sided and it's so unnecessary. Like I'm not even looking. Is at... Is it one sided though? Because he was like he was like I found you and like she could have kept walking away, but he like kept her there. I just don't know. I just I don't see romance. 
in this in this well that's the thing it's not it wouldn't be romance in the in the traditional form sure. it would be whatever these weirdos yeah <laughs> who are their lives are their job <laughs> like what that would look like yeah well okay i'm the only one though, you are that's fine. no i'm, I'm sure fine. i'm, I'm fine sure there's a, a subreddit of people that you can i'm gonna enjoy. write my own fan fiction you that go. your wife can read oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they work at they work in an office and it's it just be, it melds those four characters together. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. Before we go, I I want to mention this just so that we have some some reference to it. Nine to five warriors. Go on Big Bad Toy Store. Type in nine to five warriors. I don't know what these are. I I saw them and immediately I thought this was like a reincarnation of Food Fighters. Sure, which. You got, I mean, like on some of these, on like some you gotta, level, you got to see the connection. Yeah, yeah. There are the some. Guy. There's the the NutraSweet or the sweet and low character that's just like a Barbie doll, but like is dissolving. That's the one I don't get. It's that it's was so that's, strange. It's like it Sandman doesn't fit. It's very, it doesn't fit. I agree. That one's very bizarre to me. <laughs> very bizarre. But then you have like the pencils. Right. You have a like a trash can with some peanuts yes, there. Yeah. They have a scotch um, piece of scotch tape, man. Mm-hmm. This one looks like a sandwich. He's called Sergeant Spore. Yes. I don't really get that. He's a moldy sandwich in the back of the fridge. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought he was a sponge for a second. Oh, but yeah. No. And then there's like uh, Colonel Custard, which is probably the the closest to the food fighters. Yeah. He's a donut. So these are neat. They're not super expensive. I don't know how big they are. are they four inches, six inches? Oh, three point five. So they're little. They're little friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I like the big bad toy store. Like presents these opportunities to buy these smaller toy lines right well they, there's a disclaimer on these too that if you don't if the, they don't meet the minimum they won't get funded sure. to you know be per- uh, produced so so that's interesting that that's the case but they're not presenting this as a kickstarter right like they want these to seem like they're just already gonna happen yeah so if you like them buy them if you don't you know let us know what you would do differently any word but, on your santas no it's coming up. <laughs> I like, you know, it would be nice if we're going to get them. I guess it would be nice to have them for Christmas. It but would. Like, it would also be a wait until we get that tax return to pay for Because uh, I bought so many of them. <laughs> At least wait until that credit card rolls over. There's like a pack of uh, of uh, chips. What are the Pringles? Like stacks of Pringles. So I, mean, I want to see. Do they have a comic for this? So there's like some story behind it. I need to see. <laughs> all right. Anything else for this big week? No. Nothing at all. All right. All right, everybody. Well, my voice kind of held up for the for this episode. There you go. It's so my my yearly uh, laryngitis. It was much worse last year. We had to postpone for days. All right, everybody. Well, you know what we say. We don't want to grow up, but we already did. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everyone. I still wanna be a toy